Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to a special Wednesday edition of the program. For those of you expecting Fantasy Hockey X, do not worry. It'll be on sometime tomorrow morning because the host is lazy and inevitably just wanted to see if he could do this show first and then Fantasy Hockey X tomorrow. Uh, again, I'm your host, Chris Wassel. With me is, as always, uh, Mr. Timmy Rosenthal. Good evening, Timmy. Happy Pi Day. And just one question. Who is mm-hmm. Henrik Lundqvist? Um, I'm not sure, but I know I handed my Academy Award to Mark Messier. Uh, uh, uh. And the tears are running down Messier's face. Again. <laughs> and and the, uh, what, the, for Best Supporting Actor, <laughs> award goes to Mark Messier <laughs> for his for his rendition of the 1994 high sticking on Valerie Zella <laughs> Uh No wonder why he guaranteed a hat trick. No, it guaranteed uh, a win, not so much a hat trick, but a win hey, nonetheless. Hey, hey, ways to injure, in, injure people to get to the Stanley Cup. Uh, is the time uh, where, where has that happened before? I don't know. Maybe uh, ask Claude Lemieux in Colorado. Yeah, yeah, Claude, 96, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but at least that team, I mean, there was a couple of rounds where they got by. Yeah. Now, 10 years later, there was a team that literally injured their way every round to the Stanley Cup, or some would argue that at least, in the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. And one might suggest that they've been paying for it in a way ever since. Whether and that. I don't know if uh, 10 years um, is worth it, though. I mean, we'll look at last, night game, last night's game. And was it so much that the Hurricanes blew it or the Bruins put in a miraculous comeback? And I'll tell you why. I think it was a little bit of both. Yeah, there was kind of a, a strange ebb and flow to that game around, I wouldn't even say when the first Boston goal was scored in the second half of the period. I would say a few minutes before, you could notice a, a, definitely a discernible shift in the game. Yeah. And, and it wasn't just Carolina sitting back. So And, then, back and, yeah. and then once Heinen uh, tied it up, you knew um, they were going to win that game. Whether it took yeah. overtime or not, I don't know, but you knew they were going to win that game. You had the, you had the feeling that once, even once the second goal, second goal of the period went in, it's like, hmm, you know, something – Something's not something's kind of not right here. Now, of course, we can't watch the video of it because we're geo-blocked in the United States. Someday, some somebody will figure this out, and we'll be able to actually. I don't know. Well, the Americans and Canadians will get along. And yeah, you know who uh, geo-blocked it? I'm convinced uh, is the um, anchor from uh, Carolina, who and this is one of the funniest things I've seen. And um, <laughs> it was done in a good-hearted nature. So please don't uh, don't call bias here. But if you missed it today, this Carolina anchor um, just uh, 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 conveniently ignored all of the Bruins goals. He went all homerific with the. Um, Carolina goals, and it is quite funny, and I recommend you find that on the internet. It's all over the internet now. It's, I'm sure it's been trending for the past few hours, and um, enjoy it, because you'll get a laugh out of it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is and this is the kind of thing, you, sometimes you need to have a little sense of humor when, when these things happen. Now, the reality of, for Carolina is this. Barring some kind of miraculous run, they're done. They're they're bluntly done. Um, and it would be 
Look, if you ba if you base it on the fact that they would need, in theory, somewhere between 92 and 94 points to make the playoffs, and they have several teams to jump, it would be extremely difficult for them to make the playoffs, given given the circumstances. Uh, but like I said, I, that that was one of the more bizarre. Look, we we joke about the 40 something seconds. That one, one Boston, the Stanley Cup. Mm hmm. 17 seconds to be exact. Oh, yeah, 17 total, but 40, you know, like 40, a little less than 40. That was it, like 49 seconds left? Yep. It's a little under a minute when they scored their first one, so yeah. Right, and then it was, yeah, see, my math's still kind of there. But this was, this was definitely 77 seconds that changed, changed, changed the Carolina world, at least for this season. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I really couldn't when I saw it. I, now, this is a true story. I went to the bathroom. It was 4-1. <laughs> I got out of the bathroom, turned, went downstairs, turned the TV back on, and it was 4-4. That fast. Yeah. If you blinked, you, you missed it. Yeah, yeah, I remember there was only one short commercial break in between the three goals. So you have to keep that, you have to keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. And... Again, just doing that medieval math. I mean, all right, let's put it this way. All right. Uh, before Perfect. that, we got some breaking injury ninja news. Uh, not again. What did I do now? Other than you, you know who you did this to, Frederick Anderson, who will not uh, return to tonight's game due to an upper body injury. Right now, not... the uh, Leafs are trailing 4-2 to the Stars. Well, now here's and Kerry Wetton, I'm convinced, is also playing that for uh, Toronto. At times he is. At times he definitely is. At least for the first five minutes, he definitely was playing for Toronto. Um, but yeah, I, I looked at this, and I thought honestly that he in, that he injured uh, Anderson injured his lower body because it looked like he felt like he needed to take a crap. He kind of was grimacing, so maybe, you know maybe the, just that he was moving his shoulder, you couldn't quite see the the angle fully. So again, look, in Toronto world, you have to pray again that Frederick Anderson is not hurt for a seriously serious amount of time. He probably isn't. He's played a lot of hockey lately, needs a little bit of a rest, and don't be surprised if he's rested a game or two or three uh, in the next little bit. Um, one thing that is interesting with Toronto, and the reason why we half-heartedly joke about the craps and et cetera, is the fact that Nikita Zaitsev is still sick with what they're deeming flu-like symptoms right now, and he's been sick for about a week. So, mm -hmm. you know, is it something worse? Is it sniffles? With, you know, did, did it turn into bronchitis or something? I mean, look, there's a lot of people sick with all sorts of things right now. Um, I Don't worry, folks. I'm not using too much hand sanitizer because that will burn your hands. Um, however, we are washing our hands vigorously and taking our vitamins. And not drinking out of the same water bottle. Really? Now, the good uh, thing Toronto has going for them, yes, they're nine points out of home ice, but they're 12 points ahead of Florida. They are not losing third in the Atlantic Division. I do think they're pretty much settled into that spot. The question right. is, who will they be playing in the first round? Is it Tampa or is it going to be Boston? My money's on uh, Boston right now, but... Who knows? Maybe Tampa craps the bed again and uh, falls to second. Well, well, here's the goofy thing in all of this, right? On the note, over the last 10 games, as hard as this is to sound, Tampa Bay has more points than Boston. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like it. No, especially now, since the Bruins gained a little bit of ground on them. Right. Now, Tampa Bay is allowing nearly three and a half goals a game over the last 10 games. 33 goals in the last 10 games. That's a lot. Yeah, and you know, I believe uh, Boston is right up there as well. Mm -hmm. It's been and pretty Boston, nuts. Yeah, Boston over the last month has the third highest expected goals allowed per 60 in the league. Yay. And yet, despite this, and you would look, the two teams have combined for a 15-4-1 record over the last 20 games somehow. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. Now the good thing for Boston, obviously, is they have two games in hand, and are only four points out of the 
division and yes Timmy yes as hard as this is this believes league lead in points mm-hmm. that's sink in league lead in points and Boston in that all-important president's trophy race uh, do you really want to win the president's trophy is this uh, no. really necessary <laughs> um, I can't I can't remember you know the last to win the president's trophy. And that would be Chicago. Um lots of teams to win the president's trophy yeah. and the cup. Now that was a lockout uh shortened season. I believe the last team mm-hmm. to do it in eighty two games, I would I believe it's Detroit. Yes. Yes it is. So it's been a while it's been a while as far as full season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's it's been that it's been that kind of sort of run, if you if you will. Um, now, the fun part in all of this, of course, is, you know, going through the standings and such, and we know that there's lots of teams that are dead in the water, literally. Um, Detroit is trying to catch everybody. They've lost seven straight. They have a, they have a shot. They really do. Uh, more breaking news. Pierre Maguire is back between the benches, so the Susan Sarandon experiment is over on NBCSN. There is a god. There finally is a god. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry folks, that was you don't want to watch something like that. Dear NHL and NBC Sports, please never try anything like that ever. Ever again. Just don't do it. Don't bother. It's a waste of your time. Speaking of crazy things that are not a waste of our time, the wacky, 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 wacky Central Division where everybody is in it but, yeah, Chicago. Even even St. Louis, by winning two straight, has now managed to pull themselves back up a little bit where they're back in the conversation for a playoff spot. Yes, it is truly crazy season. Well, that wild card race in particular. Yeah, I mean, you, in in the West at least, you have basically, you have you have your obvious locks. Okay, so we'll we'll go through this just real fast. Nashville's in. Winnipeg is in. Vegas is in. Mm-hmm. Those are the Gibbons right now. Those three are in, no matter what. After that, it starts to get dicey, and this this is why. People are going to say, well, Minnesota has 85 points, Chris. They seem to be in the driver's seat. Oh, no, 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 no. The injury ninja has spoken. Garrett Spurgeon has partially torn his hamstring. He is out at least four to six weeks. Spurgeon is their best defenseman. He makes Ryan Suter look like he's 29 still. Even if Ryan Suter is not 29, obviously. A problem. And that's a big problem. Spurgeon, obviously. Spurgeon is a less heralded guy who, if he could play in an 82-game season, probably could get somewhere between 45 and 50 points a year at least for Minnesota. Is now going to miss the last 12 games of the season from the regular season for Minnesota, and if Minnesota gets into the playoffs, may miss part or all of round one. It just depends on how fast the hamstring heals. It's a big injury, especially considering, holy crap, despite all odds, Timothy, the Colorado Avalanche are breathing down their neck with 82 points. Oh, by the way, they have a game in hand and have one of the best home record, well, not <laughs> best outputs for home teams in the entire league. It's quite ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, for those that don't know, Colorado is 24-8-2 at home. But more importantly, Nathan McKinnon is averaging like 1.75 points a game at home. It's insane. Uh, it's like that season from a couple years ago where Johnny Gaudreau was averaging over a point and a half a game for the Flames. It's that kind of craziness. Uh, and because of that, he's seen himself right in the uh, conversation for the heart. Heart trophy. And I refuse to give him the heart trophy because if you don't average at least a point a game on the road, 
you, you don't deserve it. Or, or close to it, anyway. Well, I mean, well, see, now that he's starting to score a few point, more points on the road, he is creeping up to around nine-tenths of a point a game, which means, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I have to change my vote. I mean, it's just it's one it's one of those things. The disparity between home and road was a little bit too much, but now that it's kind of even. Look, even Nashville. Well, Nashville was the reverse throughout the first half of the season. They had better. They had a better home record, but their road stats were way better than home. Part of that was because literally Pekka Rene carried them on a nightly basis. Uh, but if you look at Rene's stats now, the home and road splits are pretty identical. It means that they've gotten even better. And that's despite some sloppy play. Again, it's kind of the same. You see these teams and go, oh, okay. You know, and somehow they're, Nashville, for example, is 10-0-1 in their last 11. And they've had some moments where they've looked awful in that stretch. And yet, found a way. Finding ways to win. Same thing. Same kind of thing. Uh, Toronto may be finding that right now, or at least uh, trying to crawl back in it. Um, they, their second superior shot total tonight with sport. They've already matched that uh, through the first uh, six, seven minutes or so, and it pulled it within one. James Van Riemsdyk was his 28th of the year. Future New Jersey Devil, by the way. Hey, they can come home. Even though he might have been more of a Philly guy, who the hell knows? He, he hey, he's closer to he's closer to Newark than he is to Philly. Oh no, that's all I that's all I heard when I lived down in Middletown, New Jersey. Was literally James Van Riemsdyk, Van Riemsdyk, Van Riemsdyk, Van Riemsdyk, and not that other Van Riemsdyk. <laughs> just 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 a matter matter of fact. But I, how crazy is this? Now you're looking at this. So Minnesota might miss the playoffs. It's possible. Dallas is holding on for dear life tonight against Toronto. They have to win this game. Because they'll be the first one in the division to play 71 games. But they have to. They have to win this. There's there's no other way around it. Um, and they've been you know obviously struggling of late, and it didn't help that Ben Bishop got hurt again. It looks like he'll be ready for the weekend, thankfully, and not a moment too soon for Dallas. Because look, let's be honest, they've been ba- they haven't been banged up from a volume standpoint, but the timing has been bad with their injuries. So, yeah. and still, th- still think guy like John Klingberg is not a hundred percent lately. Um, sort of like Alex Peterangelo for St. Louis, Timmy. Something doesn't seem right. So, you know, again, it's it's one it's one of those weird sort of things. But any team from three to six in the central could either make the playoffs or miss the playoffs. Pretty crazy. Um, and it's kind of that way in the Pacific as well. At least it's three through five, the third through the fifth place teams. Now, this is bizarre. Pacific Division, literally nobody is really on a hot streak right now. In, except for kind of Vegas, who's won three straight. Everybody else, though, and amazingly, Vegas has been able to maintain about a, between a 10 to 12-point lead since around the All-Star break. It really hasn't gone up too high, and it really hasn't gone down too much. It's maintained right around the same amount, which tends to mean that if I'm doing my math, Timmy, so 13 games left, they're up 12 points. That means San Jose would basic San Jose would and, and LA would basically have to make up a point per game mm-hmm. thereabouts to catch them. Uh, no. <laughs> plus, plus, add in this simple fun fact. Vegas will have seven games at home and six on the road. I think that's that's about the map. Wait, 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 no, eight, eight, eight games, including tonight. Hmm. 
So that's not a good sign for the rest of the league. In fact, uh, by the way, the number the numbers don't add up TSN. <laughs> just just putting out. This is funny. All right, here we go. Wow, that's that's pretty bad. Eight and five. There you go. We'll, add, we'll we'll fix it for you. Yeah, it'll be seven and five after tonight. Five after after tonight. But basically, yeah, Vegas is going to win the division and be the two seed. I don't I don't think they're going to catch Nashville or Winnipeg. It just it just doesn't look like it unless unless well the, well the thing is. Winnipeg would have to get eight points on Nashville in the final 12 games, and I don't think that's going to happen either. No. So it's going to kind of piece that. You know, it's going to kind of piece out where, you know, Vegas is going to probably play. Well, they'll play wild card. They'll play the first wild card. Mm-hmm. That could be anybody. <laughs> that that basically could be anybody from Minnesota, Colorado, Dallas, St. Louis. <laughs> San Jose, Jose Los Angeles, Anaheim, Anaheim, Calgary. And how is Calgary still in the mix there? One of the worst uh, home records in the league. Well, quite good on the road, but you know, it's quite the opposite last year. How, how is Calgary still in this? And the funny part is Calgary actually has been around 500 on the road since about a, a um, what's it, what, a month ago when they beat New Jersey, they were something like fifteen, five, and four on the road. So they've basically been about five hundred mm-hmm. uh, since. Let's see, by my math, uh, let's see, five, five, and two since on the road. So yeah, it's a weird sort of team. I mean, Calgary's found ways to win, and Mike, Mike Smith was injured. Uh, he missed what you know, a pretty extended stretch, where the goaltending was. Uh, yeah. So, look, I mean, you know, he looked he looked dialed he looked dialed in last night. He looked excellent in that. As a matter of fact, I, I don't think Edmonton stood much of a chance in that game, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Not just not just saying the obvious because it was a shutout, um, but Smith played well. It was a high event. It was a high event game. So give him credit. Yeah, you know, and he's their hope for the playoffs. He really yeah. is. And it's something because we always joked like through the last several years that if Calgary ever got average or above average goaltending, that they would make the playoffs. Well, turns out this year they've needed a well. I mean, it's it, it's strange because you you look at if Mike Smith were able to stay healthy. And that's not his, that's not his fault necessarily. I mean, things like this happen, but they do seem to happen more to some goalies more than others. So we 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 took a quick look at this before Toronto scores on the power play. I'm kidding, kidding. They are on the power play though. Uh, so you look at some of the numbers, and it's it's funny because now you know Johnny Gaudreau has 80 points, for example. And his points are pretty evenly di- distributed between home and road. Um, you know, Monahan is their 30-goal scorer. Kachuk is day-to-day right now with an in- with an injury. I think he just rammed his shoulder really hard, which seems to be the injury. Hey, the injury du jour seems to be injuring one's shoulder, either shoulder or head again. So it's come it's come full circle. Um, but you, know, you look at the you look at the Smith numbers. Two two and a half goals against, and he has a 9.22 save percentage and three shutouts. And then you look at you know Gillies and Redditch, who basically are below average goaltenders right now. You know, and the funny part in this is shots per 60s wise, Smith is facing more shots than the two backups. Gillies actually was funny enough did not play half bad. But again, just one of those kind of weird things where he had no luck at all. Now, look, Calgary is weak in the shootout. I mean, Smith has only stopped a little over half of his shots. And Riddich in the shootout, two for six. Um, Yeah, 333 save percentage there. How? 
So if you're looking for a reason why Calgary may not make the playoffs, it may be it may be the shootout um, more more than anything else. Uh, they do have ten overtime losses, and six of them, I believe, it was six for be a shootout, six or seven. It, it's it's a substantial number. So again, it is a wild, 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 wacky. And Timmy, I wasn't kidding. Toronto really did tie it on the power play. So so we here saw we go. That coming. And guess who scored again? James Van Riemsdyk. <laughs> Is that is that is that is that a Jersey Jersey pork roll hat trick? <laughs> yes, it's pork roll. You sons of bitches. <laughs> Not quite, but close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, well, if it was a natural, yeah, it was a natural, wasn't it? Um, was it? Yes. Wow, it's a natural pork roll hat trick. Boy, if I never, I never been more happy to have James Ram, James Man's Ring Psych in my fantasy league. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, oh yeah, and oh, Tyler Bozak too. Um, Tyler Bozak, the guy that just will never die in Toronto. You know, we joke about Tom, Thomas Caberlet, but Bozak really is the one guy that has been rumored forever to be traded, and he's managed to survive. Um. All right. Somehow, to, some way. Some way. Uh, getting getting to the East, like like we mentioned, the East has more locks, obviously. Uh, Tampa in, Boston in, Toronto. We'll just call it in. Um, after that, it's interesting because Columbus has come out of not nowhere, but they've come back from the dead. So they're 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 up they're in they're in the first wild card spot right now. Um, Devils are in second wild card spot with a game in hand. Philadelphia is starting to slide back a little bit. Washington's bounced back a hair, but they're they've been up kind of up and down and all over the place as well. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. say they're not in in, but they're pretty close that right so here's what we'll do same with pittsburgh even though pittsburgh has 84 points right now and it looks like it'll be 86 barring some kind of miraculous something with the rangers because they yeah you mean ryan spooner ditching out three more assists in the third period <laughs> if that was boy take it happens it happens not likely but always possible um but yeah, I mean, it's. You know, I would have to consider Pittsburgh in right now, and I would probably consider Washington in at this point. I know the point. I know the points aren't there, Timmy, because you know we talked about the West and 85 points. I'm like, not just yet, but at least in the East, with the way they're playing, and Pittsburgh's schedule is well, Cupcake City for the most part. Mm-hmm. After tonight, so yeah, they're in. I, mean, I can't see them not getting in. And Washington's schedule is not that that tough either, so they're probably in as well. And you know, after that, I mean, you have you have Philly, Columbus, New Jersey, and Carolina on the very very fringe. Now, if the Islanders were to win their game in hand tomorrow, and then miraculously do some magic things, but I can't see it. I mean. They're two four and four in their last ten, and they have just been horrendous. I mean, they've lost eight of nine. And that that's kind of tough to sit there and go, yeah, they're going to go on a run. And, and have... here's the thing: Garth Snow doing nothing at the trade deadline didn't help at all. No, no, no. I mean, but here's the problem with that team: the way it's set up, what do you do? Yeah. What hole? What hole do you plug first? Because there's several holes. And you have a number two center that's playing like a number one and a number one center that at times is playing like a number two. Yes, we went there. I mean, there's times where John Tavares really looks completely just in another world. Um, 
good example of that was a few a couple of weeks ago against New Jersey, where Matt Bar Matt, Matt Barzell was dominating up and down the ice, and Tavares just couldn't bury anything. I mean, he had chances. It's just like, what gives? And eventually, New Jersey did win. That was Patrick Gelliash night. That was. Now yeah, they both have nice point totals, averaging exactly a point oh, per game. But oh, absolutely. But one point a game is not quite the same as the others. And, no. Yeah. Even Josh Tavares, Bailey's point per game is a little different than. Not just because of the point total, but just because of the impact. Yeah, the impact just hasn't been there. And look, even when Matt Barzell isn't getting points, and I understand the whole secondary assist debate and everything else. I I get that from from people. I understand. Look at what havoc Barzell creates when he's on the ice, especially on the power play. He makes that power play with Tavares on it look really good because of his speed and his ability to move away from the puck. I mean, just the acceleration alone. I mean, it was, Timmy, it was hilarious to watch Travis Zajac try to keep up with Matthew Barzell. It, it was hilarious. I mean, you just sat there and you just went, no, 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 this is not good. Please make this stop. Oh, my God, John Hines, Christ, you have the line, you have the first line change. Just, just put somebody on him that can keep up with him somewhat. Put Miles Wood at center for a few for a few shifts, please. Something. Um, try Hishier even. Uh, yeah, and Hishier was on for a couple of his shifts, and it was quite an interesting watch watching them chase each other. It looked, it looked like the remember the old um, game Niblet with the little the little like line mouth that went around the screen. And you had to yep. keep overlapping it. It's yep. kind of like that. It was, it was fun to watch, but again, yeah, the Islanders are a mess, and. I have to consider them out. I mean, honestly, Carolina's out at this point, too. Um, basically, all right, let's put it this way. Even if you set the bar at 92 points, even if you set the bar at 92, Carolina has to basically go at this point. They have to get, they have to get 21 points. Mm-hmm. They have to go 10-1-1. And 12 games. In 12 games, 10-1-1. One, one. Okay, so, all right, for perspective, and this can happen, I suppose, as it has before, but they're 3-6-1 and one in the last 10. Um, they're giving up 3.12 goals a game, and that includes almost 3.3 on the road. Uh, since January 1st, they're allowing almost three and a quarter goals a game overall. Uh, they just blew a 4-1 lead. Last night against Boston at home. Let, let, let's let that sink in again. At home. If you do not think that is going to have some kind of carryover effect, a bridge to sell you. In front of 7,000, 8,000 fans, mind you, but. Yeah, I know. I still, look, I still have my dreams of bring back the whale. Let me have my dreams. <laughs> I want the whale. I, I, I would like to see it too. Well, oh, even if Carolina somewhat adopted it a little bit just to pay homage to the past, I'd be fine with that. I, I, I'd like it. But, I think the new owner owners there might do a little something with that, and I think they publicly state that whether that comes to mm-hmm. fruition or what or not, who the hell knows? But uh, well, I guess at least there's a promise. I kind of think they will. Um, that that would be that would be pretty darn cool to be honest. Uh, you know, but like we said, going through this and it, it's it's kind of hilarious. Pittsburgh's the best team in the division. Or none. You know, the goal the goals have kind of come back. The mm-hmm. the record has come the record has come up enough. Uh, should be enough probably to take the division, I would think. Just based on how they're playing, they should have just enough points in the, in the bank when all is said and done. Yes, Washington has a game in hand, but they also have a struggling goaltender. <laughs> 
And Matt Murray I, I think their strategy this year is sweep to the playoffs. It didn't work. Getting hot before playoffs didn't work. So work. So we're trying to we're trying to just to do the whole like the sleepwalk in. Oh, by the way, Dallas is taking the lead again. Ah, <laughs> oops. So let's see. So now that was, was wow. Wow, Brett Ritchie has made a sighting, Timmy. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, enter enter the tournament, young Richie. Uh, of course, assisted by Megan and Ben, which makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, the the goofy part in this tonight too is Dallas's penalty kill has not been very good. I know they I know they only gave up one goal. Uh, hold on, yeah, by my one goal, the other one was close. Just the penalty was ended by a little bit, but still, giving up a lot of chances, a lot. And I can't, I can't fault Lettinen really for the last two, the last two goals. Uh, the first two, yeah, that, the first two, just, just, yeah, just that was rough. Um, yeah, it's look, it's going to be an interesting final five, five minutes there, and uh, in Toronto, and then obviously San Jose and Edmonton get away, underway in a little bit. Uh, the news out of Edmonton is getting more bleak by the second. Uh, the shutdown phase of the NHL season has begun in earnest. And I guess this is a perfect segue to uh, throw in here, Timmy. It's time for that damn injury, Ninja. Uh, yes, uh, the moment we've all been waiting for. All right, ladies and gentlemen. There are now 111 injuries in the NHL. 111. Holy shit. Excuse my language, but it was like 90 just a week ago. So we have 21 new ones, including yeah, and, and, and to be three fair, from about last 15, night in one game. Yeah. In yeah, one period. In one game and I think 15 from one night. I mean, it just seemed, it seemed like every second I was looking up, it's like, crap. Crap. Really? Crap. What? Um... All right, so we'll try to update some of the more notable ones. Um, good news for Arizona, by the way. Darcy Kumper seems to be recovering just fine from whatever flu outbreak hit Arizona of all places. I thought this flu was starting to finally loosen its grip, but it seems like in little bits and pieces, uh, the flu and or I guess what you call a sinus cold or bronchitis or whatever seems to be still kind of lingering if you will so yeah well um i i don't think the extended winter has helped really oh you mean the the boston winter the boston winter the try nor'easter and 10 day winter as well oh oh you mean that one that oh yeah we missed we want snow damn it and snow here that was ridiculous. For those that don't know, basically Boston got about 15 inches, depending on where you were in the area. Some places, obviously, more. Now, here's a goofy one. There was a place in Connecticut, Timmy, on the coast that got 22 and a half inches, right? Mm-hmm. 12 miles down the coast, they only got three. Sounds about right. And they're trying to figure this out, and it does ver- both ver- locations do verify, and they cannot figure out how this happened. There's like this there's like this weird little spike where there was only three to six inches of snow in Connecticut and to the left there was over a foot and to the right there was over a foot. And there's just no real like people are the weather people are just like, huh? And it's still early to call, but we might be getting another one next week and in that case I am going straight to the bunker. Hey, I'm telling you, Timmy, New York City bound, because we're not getting anything. <laughs> We're like in a donut hole in this area. I, I wish I was kidding. You know, the, the the radar at one point the other day said it was it was it was snowing, and I just looked out and I started laughing. I'm like, oh, that looks so cute. It's like the lightest snow flurry you've ever seen. Yet, Weather Channel app says heavy snow. What? No. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 the kind of you know deal it's sort of been, but. Yeah, I mean, and the injury bug has definitely hit. So 
basically, as everybody knows, we're waiting on the Patrice Bergeron reevaluation, which is supposed to literally be any day now. Supposedly, talk that they would reevaluate re him. Yep. How bad the foot really is. And fantasy owners are literally like on my case. Well, Chris, when you know when is it? What can I expect? I don't know. No one knows until they, you know, actually re-examine them and see. They're going to do, I guess they're going to do another CT scan on his foot to see if the, the break is a little cleaner and any, there was really nothing around it that was, that was impacted. So right. it's just that, it's just that break itself. So, yep. I mean, well, if anyone if really comes, wants to have, if there's the slightest of update I can give you, it's that Bergeron is not using crutches right now. Um, he okay, got off, off the them on uh, Saturday. I don't know what that means. He was still on his walking boot, but um, uh, uh, chances are if you see him on the ice skating and you'll see him back within uh, a week of when he returns uh, with his teammates. Yeah. I've heard by the weekend he should be practicing, maybe even Friday. So we'll see. see yeah, I don't out. think he's going to join them on the trip. I think he's going to no, come back. No, 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 no. He, he might just skate on his own uh, at that point. Yeah, it's, 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 for the, it's for the best. Obviously, like we said, Mac, you know, Charlie McAvoy is probably out till the end of the month, uh, reasonably in that time frame. Now, obviously, Jake, Jake, Jake DeBrusk is day-to-day. We'll know more tomorrow. Corey Krug, we'll know more tomorrow. The Dana Char, we'll know more tomorrow. <laughs> really is the case, too, because, well, you know, something about snow or something. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, the, the technology, you know, it's like we, we, can't get, we can't get mush dogs to get the MRIs and, and exams needed faster. That's just not how it works. Um, and it's kind of funny that another uh, Paul Stastny for Winnipeg, we'll touch on him a little bit later, kind of the same sort of technical difficulty. Uh, Buffalo, by the way, Jack Eichel could be back next week. He's been seen skating, and that would be a significant surprise given the fact that, well, you know, I mean, to be fair, if he comes back next week, it'll be six weeks to me. Mm -hmm. It'll be just about exactly six weeks. Some people said four, eh, eh. six to eight weeks, dum dum. Don't, 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 don't question the injury ninja on this one. Eichel has done this before. We kind of have a baseline based on the. It was just about the same exact type of injury and the same amount of damage. So again, yeah, you could go a little bit lower than six to eight weeks, but it's going to be right about. In that ballpark. Uh, obviously, Kyle Pozo suffering another concussion. I wouldn't be surprised if he shut down. I, I, I really wouldn't be. For Calgary, we mentioned Matthew Kachuk. It's not serious. It's not really something to worry about. He should be back any day now, to be honest. Uh, Anthony DeClaire, who um, got the Deacon Jones head slap from Brad Mushan. I went there, Timmy. I used I used the Deacon Jones head slap in a sentence. Um, hey, I know it was more of a clothesline or an attempted clothesline, but I still like the head slap. I don't know what it is. Um, it's, you know, it's the mo you know it's the mo curly head. Uh, it's just the Larry and the mo and curly right because Larry yeah, was left out. Larry, out Larry, there. yeah, Larry got left out. Um, because he always does, and that just does. pisses yeah. me off. That yeah, you know after what? all you these years, Larry is uh, essentially the lone the wolf. Forgotten the stooge. End. He really is the forgotten stooge. It, it, it it's like Led Zeppelin. It's like basically having you know your your basis is the forgotten member. <laughs> it he, really he, he's the Ringo star of the um, Three Stooges. In in his own way, yeah, but. Uh, the, the good news for Anthony DeClaire is he's only going to be out one to two weeks with a mild knee sprain and a little bit of an ankle tweak. Uh, that, that's not that's not bad at all, considering how ugly that injury looked at first glance. You, you never like to see when the knee bends like that. Fortunately, okay. 
Toronto him. just tied it up with 15.3 ticks left in regulation. Patrick Marlowe. Oh, come on! Really? Yep. You know, I was about to start to... <sighs> yep. This happens. This does. Ah, uh, Carrie letting him in. <laughs> yeah, but that was uh, Klingberg and Liddell, uh, their top pairing, uh, I know. being on the ice for a wicked long time. Yeah, that was that, that was a long time to be left on the ice. But all right, so Colorado has a slight concussion problem. They have three players that have concussion-like symptoms. To be fair, Jonathan Bernier has actually been diagnosed with having more or less whiplash. Um, he has a neck neck contusion right now in his day-to-day. Mind you, this is after he missed about 8 to 10 games with a concussion. They need him back ASAP because of Semyon Baromov's injury history. They just do. Uh, they expect to make the playoffs. And, again, this is where the variables start to come in. It's like, oh, God, all these injuries, what's going to happen? Is it going to affect the playoff race? You bet it is, and it has. Um, Eric Johnson apparently is closer to returning than not and could could be back in the next several days to a week. There are some Colorado fans, I, and I kid you not, Timmy, that don't want him to come back right now because Colorado is kind of on a roll. But, again, he's you know, kind of close to returning. Uh, let's see. What else is here? All right, Columbus, Matt Calvert, wash your goddamn hands still. Uh, should be he did skate today. He should be back, um, if not tomorrow, over the weekend. Uh, Seth Jones, he's fine. He's going to play tomorrow against. I think aren't they playing Philly tomorrow, Timmy? I believe so. Oh God, what do I do then? I got to root for one of those teams to win in regulation. Damn, that's not good. Um, yep, they're in Philly optimal. tomorrow. Ah, shoot, that's not good at all. All right. All right, going through these, uh, Dallas, Mar- Marty Hansel is out for six months. Uh, six to seven months, he will have spinal contusion, spinal fusion surgery. That's right, spinal fusion. Don't worry, he doesn't have any fantasy value. Anyway, uh, Ben Bishop hurt his knee and his groin. Uh, nothing major, just kind of tweaked both. He'll be back over the weekend. Uh, should, should be all right. Uh, like we mentioned earlier in the show, Jarrett Spurgeon partially tore his hamstring. He'll be out four to six weeks, at least. Um, the Montreal Canadiens, ow, 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 oh, oh, ow, and ow. Um, so let's see, Timmy. All right, so Web, Weber, among the notable, Weber, Price, and Pacioretty all shut down. Now, now Price is not official, but if you really think Gary Price is coming back this year, other than maybe for the last couple games, if he's smart, and it's no, it's not worth it. No. Uh, and arguably, Andy Niemi's playing better anyway than out of all the freaking Atlantic goaltenders. Niemi might be the best goaltender in the division right now. Yeah, he's been standing on his head the past few weeks. I can't believe it. I'm saying that, Timmy. He's very scared. But it's true. Um, all right, so it looks like Schlamko might be shut down. Um, the rookie was shut. Mete was shut down. Valiev may be shut down. Philip Deneau, after having a concussion, came back and now is having severe headaches, which is usually a bad sign. And then Andrew Shaw got another concussion from hitting himself and then getting punched in the head twice. Uh, I, I'd almost have to say he's done. Uh, for the Devils, Travis Ajak is playing tonight, so he can take the little squeegee and squeegee marker and scratch him off. Good news. Uh, Pavel Zaka, no, not so much. He probably won't be available for the rest of the road trip. Marcus Johansson is skating on his own and in making progress. Now, I'm not ruling out a comeback before the end of the month, actually, which would be excellent news for New Jersey because they need all the all the scoring help they can get and depth. But there is definitely some growing sense that Johansson could be back in the next couple of weeks if all if all goes well. He doesn't have another setback from Yeah, Timmy, I'm going there. That rat bastard. Uh, um yeah, I know. 
seems to always happen to New Jersey players. I don't know why. Steven. Weird how that happens and sort of cyclical karma. But it's true. So there's that. And then the Islanders have a bunch of basically I mean, this is weird. Now Nikolai Kuhlman's been basically out for for forever. And yet he may play by the end of the season. Strange strange but true. Um Thomas Grice is skating. So again there is the three headed goalie monster <laughs> In Brooklyn, just like two, just like two years ago. Uh, let's see. The Rangers. Uh, Kevin Shattenkirk is get, may may try to return before the end of the season. I'd be better off being shut down. I do too, and I and I said the same about Andres Pavlich. I think it's a little bit more than a sprained MCL. I think it's a Grade One MCL tear. Um, because it just seems it it's been. I mean, it's been five weeks at least. It's been five and a half weeks, and. There's really no news on him at all. So, and then obviously the in, the injury the other night with Tony, with Tony D'Angelo, he's out for the rest of the season. He's out at least four. He's out at least four weeks. Don't say look at three. It's at least four weeks with with the sprain angle, and he does have some ligament contusions uh, as well. So, don't don't hold your breath. Uh, Ottawa Mark Stone is week to week with a leg injury. It is not anything torn. I have to explain this again for people. Not torn. Very important. Uh, now, the question is, does Guy Boucher risk playing him? They probably will bring him back. If, he, if, he's, if he's ready in a couple weeks, Demi, he'll play. Unlike some of these guys, he'll, he will play. He'll kind of force his way in. So I, I wouldn't be surprised there. Uh, Philadelphia, ouch, ouch, ouch. But so far, it's working. It's funny, they acquired Johnny Aduya, and then a couple days later, he got hurt. <laughs> it's just like, he hasn't been back since. Uh, Robert Hag is now out. He's day-to-day as well. Pittsburgh, Matthew Murray has been skating. I think he'll be back again next several days to a week, probably. Which is great news for Pittsburgh, as if they, as if you know, they've held they've held their own with Murray out over the, over the past couple weeks, and they, they should be all right. Sharks again, nobody seems to really know what what's going on with Joe Thornton except Joe Thornton. It's been about almost eight weeks since uh, the uh, MCL. "Quote unquote sprain diagnosis, which even though the surgery looks like it was for something more, um, <clears throat> and it's one of those things. It's like we're not going to know until the playoffs. And I have this weird feeling that Thornton's going to try and give it a go, and it's not going to go well. I really uh, don't think it will either. Yeah, I, I can't see it. I mean, he's yeah. tried this before, and it, it's I forgot. He's what it not was. the same player. Trying to play no, through an not. injury. Yeah, you figure what is approaching how old now? Almost forty. Almost forty. So the recovery. He might be close to forty now. Yeah, he's he's just about right up smack against it. Um, St. Louis Carter Hutton is the injury to keep an eye on. Obviously, Carter Hutton has had an almost Vesna-like season, just in a much lesser role. He's only played about thirty games. To be back hopefully in the next few days to a week. Yeah, he another another player that had like this sort of neck contusion slash whiplash slash whatever you want to call it. Uh out of nowhere. It's been out a week. Kinda of how it's been in the NHL lately. These strange sort of injuries. Uh we mentioned Toronto. Uh Matthews should be back in the next week or two. If all goes well. Um that shoulder separation. And Nikita Zaitsev, again, maybe Saturday, maybe next week. I don't know. I mean, Mike Babcock today said basically nothing has changed. So until until he can skate a full practice, not playing. And it's that simple. Uh, Vancouver, let's see. Uh, let's see. Out for the season, out for the season. Tanef, out for the season. Erickson, out for the season. Birchie, out for the season. Brock Besser, now out for the season. And add Eric Branson, who will be out for the next six months after having surgery as well. So you won't see him till training camp. Yeah, so there's actually a total of seven players out for the season for Vancouver now. 
Um, all right, Vegas, let's see. Obviously, no James Neal tonight, but close. Um, Lucas Spiza, nope, not for a while. And Riley Smith is getting closer, but maybe another game or two before he returns. So that's, that's good news for Vegas because their top line hasn't been the same since Riley Smith went out. They've been a little bit more vulnerable. Uh, Winnipeg, it's tough because we don't really have a lot of information to go on here. Uh, Paul Stastny hurt himself before warm-ups, of all things. And this is something that's happened before. Evaluation to come sometime on Thursday. If you're Winnipeg, you hope this is not serious at all. He fit in extremely well in Winnipeg. A lot of chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and a role that's perfect for him. Exactly. And, yeah, I know the whole, well, he's making how much ever millions a year. But that doesn't matter now. <laughs> uh, by, the, by the way, um, Dallas has the dreaded power play. Well, actually, the tail stages of a power play right now. Um, in, in overtime. So this this should be this should be interesting. Uh, what what's funny about this this game shots wise is right about on the lower end of a high event game. So it's actually ba- it's actually balanced out somehow. And Toronto's killed it off. Oh. So skills, guys. We're going to go skills. Yep. Yep. We're we're going to the dreaded shootout. Uh, Pittsburgh is still up two nothing on the Rangers, and I, I will say this: and I, I would like to see more of him, just because. And I know, I know, I know the Rangers had about a bad minute in the second period, which cost them this game. I'm not gonna lie; I want to see more of Alexei Georgiev. I really do. I, 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 I like I like the way he plays. There is some. There is something about his game. I don't know. Look, New York has a Russian wonderkin prospect in the KHL that will more than likely take the reins from. I'm sorry, Alexander. I always call him Alexi. I don't know why. I think that was like his like his nickname or something at one point. But Georgiev has faced just about 30 shots in this game, and at one point it was just. I think high danger chances were nine one eight or nine one Pittsburgh at one point in this. Um, needless to say, the Rangers have not looked like they've had much life in this one, aside from maybe Zabanajad, and that's about it. It's been pretty. It's been pretty ugly. Um, as a matter of fact, if my math is right, Timmy, I think I think literally. They've won ten. They've won ten. Fa- they've won. Let's see. They won ten, ten, sixteen faceoffs because they had Nemestikov actually taking faceoffs now because of all the injuries. like. He's like he's quite transitioned to center. Yeah, I mean this is kind of funny. What they what they've kind of done is they they played him as a as a center sort of, and they're switching Spooner around. So Spooner's really not playing center. He's kind of playing left wing. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the utilizations, and it's just like, Jesus. oh boy, um, it, it's pr- it's pretty ugly. As a matter of fact, not and really can't be too surprised by this. Pittsburgh's only taken one penalty in this game, and I would even argue that that one was probably not a penalty. Um, just just kind of the way it's been. As for San Jose and Edmonton, like we mentioned, it's it's tied at one. Um, because you totally expected Drake Cagula to score a goal instead of Connor McDavid. <laughs> I was totally yep. expecting McDavid. Come on. I mean, I'm disappointed. Yeah, it's like the bottom six had, had erupted. Uh, and then all right, Hurdle so came. this might be the most random hockey tweet of all time. From Amanda yeah. Stein, if I owned an NHL team, I would make sure there was fresh fruits and vegetables at the press box and the – yeah, we do need to eat healthy. I will say that, but <laughs> you're in Vegas, Amanda. It's okay. If I'm in Vegas, I want Wolfgang Puck to serve me freaking. 
food, okay? By the way, his restaurant is very good. It's $99 for, for a, a five-course meal, and it is well worth it at least do once in your lifetime. Yes. I know uh, my uncle used to work uh, for the uh, Wolfgang Puck um, uh, chain there. I did it in June. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you have to, you have to do it. Some of, some of us went to Chicago. Some of us went to Vegas again because it seemed like fun. <laughs> it was. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the kind you – know, look, that's the kind of night it's been. There's two late games, by the way, for those that are wondering. Uh, if you're a Vancouver fan, I'm sure you're not watching it. You're probably getting ready to, like, watch something else. Um, and there is, like, a horde of about two or 300 Devils fans at least in Vegas for the Vegas game. And Mitch yeah. Marner ends the, in the shootout. So congratulations, Toronto, on your skills competition victory. Yay. And, okay, yes, we get it. You're making the playoffs. Um but yeah, that, that's the that's the kind of kind of thing that's going on, folks. Um, you know, a couple couple other news and notes notes along the along the way that will that will work on. Uh, we're 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 pondering a move of sorts. We'll see we'll see how it works out. Uh, we may be getting our sound clips back at long last. Hopefully, I think we need a whole show just to pay, uh, play those um, long lost sound clips. Because we, and we have to add a few more as well, like, uh, oh, you know, maybe an update to the Hashioki uh, machine. You know how long it's going to take me just to... <laughs> Somebody's going to have to record these for me, Timmy. <laughs> At least some of them. I have a few. I have a few saved still. I have the Brass Bonanza still. Uh, that's, that's, that, that didn't get lost. Um, but we'll, we'll, work, we'll work on... Uh, Hopefully, hopefully once the regular season ends, I'll be able to start working on uh, getting some of the, some of the sound clips together for everybody. Uh, you know, again, folks, as as always, you can you can listen to the program on iTunes. It's usually available the next morning, sometimes earlier, sometimes breakfast time, uh, d depending on uh, how how things load into the machine, so to speak, and God willing, if there isn't another nor'easter or a bad one, keep your, keep your fingers crossed. We'll we'll be back next week with more injury mayhem and of course more more hockey news because there's going to be a lot more that we want we we do want to talk about. Um, I'm saving goalie interference till next week, Timmy, because <laughs> I'm sure there'll be at least another three or four. In Four instances that we just sit there and go, what is goalie interference again? Um, um yeah, as if we're not asking that enough. Yeah, because I am sure there, I, I'm sure there might be a situation tonight where that gets brought up. The GM meetings are uh, what next week? Um, right around that time, next week or yeah, week uh, after. Yeah. So we're. Um, by the way. Um, Kunakle is um, a little banged up for Pittsburgh, so I, I kind of figured somebody was hurt because I saw ice time go down and immediately I looked. It's like it's like radar, Timmy. The injury goes off and it's like the injury ambulance like starts. That is something that we're interested in doing, folks. Um, and we'll, we'll put this on Twitter in the next week or two. We want sound clips. Seriously. For those that do listen to the show and for those that do follow us on Twitter, we need sound clips. Um, I want, I want, an, I want an ambulance, and I want to find that godforsaken cow, Timmy. <laughs> and the 137 I, bullet salute. Well, that should be easy to find. That's 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 readily on YouTube, I, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I I I really wish that. The, the, well, the problem was, for those that don't know the story, when we when we had to leave Blog Talk, basically, uh, I had the files saved on my laptop, and unfortunately, something happened to the laptop where the files, not on the OneDrive, but on my downloads, just went blank. 
and I didn't lose all of them, but I lo I lost 99% of the sound clips. So, you know, it was unfortunate, and it's hard to find a good robot anymore because apparently the robots are now pay per robot, and the recordings are very very rudimentary. So, <sighs> we'll come up with something. Let, let's put it put it that way. I'll find some re recorded way of doing it, and ho hopefully we'll, you know, maybe it won't quite be the same, Timmy, but it'll be, it'll be, it'll be something. And I'm sure we can find the angry sound clip. That's that's got to be the one. classic. This classic. So all is not lost. But if 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 you are listening, and we'll put it out again, like I said, we'll put it out there on Twitter. Uh, you can at um, underscore Tim Rosenthal or at Chris Wassel DFS. Uh, we will gladly appreciate any and all links. Give you a shout out on the podcast or and on Twitter as well. And, and thank you heartily, because uh, let's face it, we miss our sound clips heavily. <laughs> we really do. Uh, it's sometimes you you don't realize how good it is until it's gone. With, with a lot of our sound clips, you know, it was all you could. You, the the thing was, and we say this to people all the time: you never knew when the sound clip was going to play most of the time. But sometimes it would time out really good, and then sometimes it would just be comically bad. Um, and then there, of course, the one that we have to lay to rest. Unfortunately, Tim, we can't play the Henry over. No, because, just because Henrique is not in New Jersey anymore. So, and really, know. it is over. Well, for New Jersey, it is over. Um, but again, we thank you know thank everybody for uh, listening on in. Uh, we'll we'll keep keep those apprised of what our next move is, et cetera. But until then, we'll be on talk show, of course. And for uh, Timmy Rosenthal and myself, we let. Mr. Rosenthal, as always, had the last word. Uh, aloha. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.